Hello, and welcome to The Franchise Life. I am your host, Stacey Shannon. Today, we're going to switch gears a little bit, and instead of really highlighting a specific brand, we are going to focus on the value of a franchise system. So with me today, I have Brian Weeders, who is the Group Vice President of Franchise Development at Neighborly. Neighborly is the world's largest home services company with 32 home service franchise brands underneath its umbrella. Welcome, Brian. Thanks, Stacey. Good to be here. Yeah. So I, you know, I had the opportunity to visit Neighborly in Dallas a couple weeks ago, and I walked away just really in awe of the level of support that you provide your franchise owners. So one thing, and I did hear it just this week from somebody is, let's say a painting company. Well, I can go out and I can start a painting company on my own. Why do I need to invest in a franchise? So that's really, you know, as our discussion continues, I want to really dive in and use that as an example of how you can propel a new business owner to greater heights right off the bat. But before that, can you just share what makes Neighborly unique? Sure. So obviously, like you said, we're the largest home services franchisor in the world, right? Uh, we, We actually reached that uh, that level several years ago, about four years ago now, uh, and continue to be the largest. So, but uh, what makes us a little bit different is, um, you know, we've been doing it for a long time. So that didn't happen overnight, right? So Neighborly, originally the Dwyer Group was our original name of our company, um, has been around since 1981. And so we've been, we've been building this brand and this group of brands uh, for a long time now. Right. Uh, we've accelerated it over the last few years, but it's been a long time in the making, which gives us lots of uh, ability to bring in people from a support standpoint that other brands just don't have access to. Right. Our size and scope allows us to go after the top talent and whatever support area it is that we're trying to uh, enhance for our franchisees, whether that's marketing or that is vendor relations or that is you know, for we have a whole data science team that dives into customer data to help our franchisees know how to use that data to attract and retain customers. Uh, Those are all the types of things that Neighborly as a company is able to do because of our size, right? That we have 32 brands, we have 19 brands in North America, another 13 brands uh, in the UK and Europe. And then we also uh, are able to um, support those brands from a, uh, an infrastructure that's kind of based in Texas, but, uh, but really we're spread out. We have offices now all over, all over the world uh, that allow us to do that. So if you take a painting company, you know, in, in your example, um, you know, yes, you can start a painting company. Your own. Anybody can, right? Uh, now, whether you want to actually be the painter or not, that's a whole other issue. But uh, if you want to start a painting company and grow it, to do more than just what you yourself can do and what one crew can do, uh, then the franchise model gives you all of those other support areas, all those things that you aren't an expert at, right? So typically those of us, we've had careers um, and we're experts typically a certain field, whether that's accounting or that's marketing or that's legal or that's finance, whatever it may be, but we don't have expertise in all these other areas. And that's where a franchise company or franchise brand, they bring all those experts to bear to help you and your business in the areas that you're not an expert, right? So that you don't have to make those mistakes that cost money and time, right? I think I've heard franchisees put it best is that 
Yes, you're right. I, I have a franchise paint, painting company and you're an independent painting company, but you know what? I got to the same revenue. You It took you five years to get to the revenue. It took me a year to get to right? yeah. because of all the support I had. Right? Yeah, that's a great example. So um, let's just, we're using the painting scenario. So <laughs> Aberly owns a brand called Five Star Painting and right. uh, your team shared that, you know, a really big value added service is you have a internal system called pro trade net and pro trade net encompasses a lot of different um, support systems. But one of those is uh, vendor relations. So in the painting company, vendor relations with companies like Sherwin-Williams or what have you. And as a result of those relationships at a corporate level and the buying power that your, your franchisee franchisees have across the system, right. they get the benefit of rebates at the end mm -hmm. of the year. So can you just share that example of the rebate and those vendor relationships and really what that means to a new franchise owner? Sure. So ProTradeNet is our vendor relations management company that we own, right? We started ProTradeNet back in, gosh, the mid-90s. Uh, so we've had it for a long time. Uh, they vet every one of our vendors, right? We now have thousands of vendors that, that work within ProTradeNet. Uh, all of our franchisees have access to those vendors then and the discounts that we've negotiated, right? And those, those are vendors from, you know, it's everything from marketing to recruiting to insurance to payroll to accounting. You know, you name it, there's a vendor for it. Uh, through ProTradeNet. And uh, it allows our franchisees to have access to the best pricing, because again, we're 5,000 franchisees strong, so we have a, a lot of buying power. Um, you know, one of the things for small business owners for us that really helps is it allows them to have access to group insurance, right? To have a, a, a group insurance plan if they want one, uh, which most franchisors don't have the ability to offer that. Um, but again, we can through ProTradeNet. Uh, it gives them not only discounts, but rebates that we've negotiated as well. So as an example, so this last year, so in 2022, we, uh, our franchisees enjoyed a little over $100 million in, in uh, discounts, right? So 104 million exactly uh, were the discounts that our franchisees received from our ProTrade Net vendors. And on top of that, we rebated back to our franchisees $8.5 million. So we wrote checks back to franchisees for 8.5 million in 2022. Um, and some brands, actually, we have franchisees and some brands who their rebate check from ProTradeNet completely offsets the royalties for the year. Um, you know, it's just crazy to think what they're able to do uh, because, again, one, having the intentionality to put that whole company together when we did, because we weren't nearly as big when we started ProTradeNet as we are today, uh, but having the fore foresight that uh, the Dwyers had when they put the ProTradeNet company in place, knowing that, hey, as we grew, this could be a huge plus for our franchisees keeping their expenses and costs down so that their profitability is higher, while at the same time providing us access to uh, the ability to, hey, hey, this is an attractive thing as to why I would start a five-star painting versus another painting brand, right? Because other companies don't have ProTradeNet. They don't have the size and scope that we do or the time. And again, it goes back to that, how long we've been doing things. You know, it's not like we started ProTradeNet last year. It's been around for 20 plus years. Um, you know, and so that's another piece that comes into play is that we're not new to this game. We know exactly what's going on. We know how to help our franchisees not only grow revenue, 
which is always a goal, but to grow revenue profitably. And that's a key differentiator among franchisors. Lots of franchisors can grow revenue, right? That's just something that you put a good marketing team and a marketing plan in place, you can grow revenue. Uh, however, you need to be able to grow revenue profitably, right? So that your franchisees continue to make higher and higher profits on that revenue. And that's something that ProTradeNet allows us to do along with some other things that we do. Uh, but ProTradeNet definitely allows us because of those discounts and our cost of goods that our franchisees can have, is, it stays very, very low. Brian, you've made a couple excellent points. And I just want to take a moment to just kind of mm -hmm. recap and highlight because so you mentioned that Neighborly has 5,000 franchisees across its system, but how many employees at Neighborly are supporting those franchisees and building the Neighborly system? Right. We have about 1,600 associates. Uh, that work for Neighborly, um, spread across multiple offices. Like I said, our, our two big offices, main offices are in Waco, Texas, where we started uh, back in 1981. And then in Las Colinas, uh, the Dallas area of the airport uh, is where we have HQ, what we call HQ2 um, uh, that we opened up about uh, two years ago now uh, that we opened that office. So those 1,600 employees are supporting franchisees across the system. Um, and kind of where I see it the most from a standpoint of, hey, this is just a different level of support that we're able to give. If we look at marketing, it's a good place to start, right? From a marketing standpoint uh, within our within Neighborly. So you have all of your brand marketing team. So every brand, whether it's AirServe or Mr. Electric or Real Property Management or Housemaster, they all have their brand teams, their brand marketing teams that are working for their franchisees, typically on local marketing, at the local marketing level. But in addition to all those brand marketing teams that are working, we then have a neighborly level marketing team that's about 150, 160 people strong um, that's working then at the neighborly level marketing for all brands, right? So supporting all of those brand marketing teams um, in another way, right? And what that allows us to do because we have all this neighborly level marketing going on where we put neighborly out there as a customer facing brand over all of our brands, it allows our brand marketing teams to enjoy all of the advantages that this huge marketing effort behind it uh, gives them, right? So there's a couple of things. One is hiring, right? So when I need, when Neighborly needs somebody to handle our Google pay-per-click ads, right? We'll go, we'll hire, we hire people directly from Google to do that because our size allows us to. Same goes for our social media campaigns. Let's go, we go hire people from Meta to come work for us to understand the inner, inner workings of those companies uh, that we're gonna utilize for advertising. And then the, in the real world, kind of what that looks like for a franchisee. So say you're a brand new owner of Five Star Painting, opens up in a market, right? Um, you're the newest paint, painting company in the market. So you got to start advertising, you start generating online interest. We all use, obviously, Google Ads and Google Search. Uh, when we're looking for a new service provider, I need, I need my house painted. I don't have a painter that I use regularly. I'm going to go online. I'm going to look, right? And so typically, whatever pops up on the first page, those are the companies I'm going to call. I don't very few, very rarely does a customer go beyond the first page of a search. Uh, some people will scroll down below the sponsored ads and look at the ones that are actually organically kind of popping up because they figure those are a little bit more popular. And what we're able to do because of that whole neighborly level side of things versus the brand marketing by itself, we're able to get a new franchisee on that first page, typically within 60 to 90 days of opening. We'll get them on that first page of the organic search. That's virtually impossible for somebody to do on their own, if they just open up their own painting company, that wouldn't happen. You couldn't create enough traffic, enough volume to get on there that fast. It would take you at least a year, if not longer. 
Uh, and that's if you're, if you're really concentrating on it. But even other brands, other franchise brands, uh, a lot of times we're able to do it much faster because of our size. Again, because of that level of marketing that's going on at the neighborly level, in addition to everything that's going on at the brand level. So that's just one example of how that, that neighborly piece uh, brings value to each of our brands, regardless of what industry they're in, which vertical they're in. That is phenomenal. And you're right. I mean, I've owned a couple businesses and outside of the franchise industry, and it's almost impossible to get that level of visibility uh, without the power of a corporation like Neighborly. So, um, you know, just going back uh, again is many of your brands are owner operator, meaning you are looking for individuals that are going to dedicate themselves to that business full time. That's Mm -hmm. not to say, and going back to the five-star painting, you don't want that owner to be out doing the painting physically themselves, but you want them focused on growing and building the business. So, you know, a lot of people experience, especially if they're in the corporate world and they want to transition to owning their own business, they do experience fear of a lot of those benefits that they're going to be losing, right? Mm -hmm. And namely group health insurance, uh, medical, dental, 401k, and Again, I'm going to say, you know, all franchise brands are not created equal. Neither are franchise development organizations. Um, But Neighborly really has set itself apart because you are one of less than a handful of brands or companies that I know in the franchise industry that offer 401k, health insurance, dental, and so forth. Why is that important as a neighborly brand to offer that and differentiate yourself in that way? Well, like you said, it's it's a key driver in people's decision on whether they're going to get into business for themselves or not, right? Uh, most of our franchisees are first-time business owners, uh, not all, but most. Uh, so they're coming out of a corporate out of the corporate world, out of a corporate career, uh, where they're used to having that group health insurance. It's just been there, right? It's just how our insurance, how our Society works today uh, when it comes to group health plans. They're they're not used to going and finding and sourcing their own health plans, right? That's just not something that's that's ever had they've ever had to do. Um, and so we knew at Neighborly, hey, if we have a way of doing this, and it's not easy. Frankly, our our uh, the way that things are set up in the United States for health insurance and health plans doesn't make it easy for a small business owner to get health insurance, frankly, um, and for a franchisor to offer it or to be able to offer it as a, an advantage for franchisees. That it's not easy to do that either. Uh, because of lots of different laws that get in the way. Um, however, through ProTradeNet, because we have this separate vendor relations management company, that's where the group health plan can be offered in a way that's advantageous and cost-effective for the franchisee, right? So it's a group health plan that's not all that different than what they're already getting right now with most companies, right? About the same kind of coverage, same kind of rates, uh, that kind of thing. They can offer it to their employees if they choose to. That's up to them. Uh, they don't have to. Uh, but it definitely gives them access because we knew that, hey, that's something that we can offer and put together to take care of our owners, make sure that they have that um, security, right? So, because let's face it, there's a lot of spouses that may not be involved in the business that are going to be concerned, hey, wait a minute, you're leaving your corporate job. There's lots of things that that means. There's lots of different places that that plays in our lives. And it's not just the income, right? It's it's more than that. Uh, I remember my when uh, my wife and I, we were going through a uh, 
uh, a marriage class uh, early on in our marriage. We probably have less than 10 years we've been married uh, going through this class. And the, the person leading the class talked about how one of the spouses, typically, typically the female, but not always, um, has an extra gland uh, that, that you know, the husband doesn't have. And that's the security gland. Right. And it goes off anytime the husband does something stupid. Uh, right. Uh, Or thinking something stupid uh, in their mind. um, That's when the security gland goes off. And so anything we can do as a franchisor to alleviate that um, um, unease, right. Of whoever, you know, whichever the, of the couple or the spouse is not going to, is, is not really supportive or is questioning or is worried. uh, What can we do to alleviate that worry? Right. What can we do to reduce the risk? Because uh, that's all of franchising. You know, franchising is all about reducing risk when it comes to getting into business. And so this was just one other way they were able to do that by having these these plans in place for medical, dental, vision, 401k, uh, and, and offering that to the franchisees that want to take advantage of it. I even look at, I have a son that will be 30 this summer, and he is somebody that could, could thrive in the franchise system, but he's no longer on qualifies to be on our insurance. He's on his own. He works for a company, has a retirement plan, has his medical and dental health insurance. But, you know, for him to make that leap, that's always been a barrier. So now I'm looking at neighborly brand, (laughs) which is best for him. Um, Okay. So another concern that many, uh, people considering franchise investment have fear of is staffing. So how does, we haven't touched on that. How does neighborly Mm -hmm. assistance franchise owners with recruitment and staffing? Yeah. So that's another actually uh, vendor that we have through ProTradeNet that we use. So across our system, um, it changes on a regular basis. Right now we currently use a vendor called Paradox uh, for our recruiting efforts. So what that allows our franchisees to do is they have access to Paradox at a deeply discounted rate, again, because of the discounts that we're able to do through ProTradeNet and because of our volume buying. Um, so franchisees, and actually right now, since we just introduced Paradox as our new vendor, we most of our brands, not all, but most of our brands for new franchisees, it's free for the first year uh, to use Paradox. Um, and then after the first year, like I said, it's a deeply discounted monthly rate. Uh, what that did for us when we changed from kind of using a kind of an ad hoc vendor situation that we were using on the, on the uh, uh, recruiting side for our franchisees. We jumped from getting on average across our brands, just in, in, in the U S. So I'm just talking U S numbers right now, uh, getting about 20 to 25,000 applications uh, a month that would come into our system on, on job listings. And so now we've doubled that. So we're about 47,000 a month is what we get um, across our brands, uh, helping franchisees recruit the right people. Right. So it's not just getting those, applications in, we're actually using a system that allows franchisees to get those people to show up for an interview. Anybody that owns a small business today knows it's one thing to get an application and to get people to apply. It's a whole other thing to get them to actually show up for an interview, even if it's a virtual interview, um, because it's just, uh, you know, the, the labor market is what everybody says it is. It's tough. But we have, we've been able to use Paradox as a vendor to help our franchisees to recruit for all positions, whether that is a technician or that is a manager um, and everything in between. That's, that's what we use them for. Um, and we found we've had quite a bit of success with it. Our franchisees typically are, are in a pretty good shape when it comes to recruiting in that regard. The other thing I would say that we really, really tout here at Neighborly, and I've, I've done this throughout my career, regardless of brands that I've been with, um, what I find is the best recruiting tool. Uh, for any franchisee is to create a culture 
you know, create a, an environment at their small business that people want to be a part of, right? Frankly, that's what, that's the key to recruiting is if I create a culture and an environment in my business that people want to be a part of, that employees enjoy working here and enjoy what they do, then they'll bring me more employees without me having to go recruit people. Um, and so I, I, when I'm talking to franchisees all the time, I tell them it's really, really important that you as an owner early on in your business, as early as possible, make sure you've got a mission and a vision for your business, right? And that you use that mission and vision and you talk about it with your employees, you have them buy into it and use it, frankly, to hire and fire, right? If somebody doesn't fit your mission or vision, then they're not, shouldn't be a part of your team, right? Don't be, don't be scared to move on from that, that employee uh, because if they're not a fit, it's not going to work out anywhere long term and it's going to affect you, um, affect you being able to recruit more, right? So, and I found that franchisees are able to do that, typically don't have huge recruiting problems. They can find labor. Um, because again, their employees enjoy working for them enough that they bring more people like them to them. That is such a powerful statement. And, you know, many times I, I bring culture up when a candidate that I'm working with uh, is nervous about the staffing industry and be able to find employees because I, I agree 100% with you, Brian, that culture really is is much bigger than any individual on the team. And recently, um, just in the past couple of weeks, I had another brand on here, a founder, and he made the comment that if he didn't define the culture for his brand, the brand would define the culture. And you don't want that. You you want to drive, you know, the purpose and so forth. And people will rally around a good leader and want to be involved in a good culture. So very, very good advice there. So on the last note, um, one other big takeaway when I visited Neighborly Brands in your team was the power of uh, collaboration Hmm. cross-marketing between the brands in a given territory. So can you share a little bit more on you know, what Neighborly's vision is and how you facilitate that? Sure. Yeah. So we have what now what we call the Neighborly Hub, right? So we've, we've launched the hub now nationwide. Um, and it's the ability or being more intentional in cross-marketing among brands within a market, right? Within a, within a territory or an area, right? So I'll use, I live in Dallas. So I'll use Dallas-Fort Worth as an example, the Metroplex, right? So we have all of our brands in DFW, which in our case, we have all but one of our brands represented in the DFW market. So 18 brands are here. Um, we now ha- are able to gather our brands together, our franchisees. They work together from a marketing standpoint and decide how they want to market together. They share customer data back and forth, right? So we realized, and we tested this for about four, well, I guess three years. So we started the test in 2019, uh, and then we just rolled it out this year to the whole country. Um, we did it in five markets from 2019 until this last year. And we found in those markets that when we were intentional about marketing as a group, right? So not marketing as Mr. Handyman or Mr. Appliance or AirServe, but marketing as neighborly with all of those opportunities and all of those uh, services available in a marketplace, we saw a few things happen. One, we saw that the average ticket, the average cost per job or the average revenue per job went up across all the brands when we did that. We also found that a multi-brand customer, so a customer that uses more than one neighborly brand, right, spends more, right, and they will use us more often, 
uh, if they know that neighbor the brands are all attached to each other uh, versus being standalone, right? So we found that. And then the other thing in all all five of those markets, the same store sales, so meaning the existing unit revenue went up at a higher rate than the rest of the country. So our other markets that weren't part of that test, right? So all of those things were positive, obviously. And we kind of knew that going in that we thought this would be the case, but we just had never really proven it. Uh, now we have. Now it's a full on program. We have a whole separate division within our marketing team at the neighborly level that handles the hub. Um, and the hub is everything from, you know, different graphics on the vans, right. For all of our franchisees. So it ties neighborly and the brand together on that to shared shared marketing materials, whether that's TV, radio, uh, billboards, print media, you know, all of those things uh, are tied together. That's all part of the neighborly hub. Right, that our franchisees are able to take advantage of in addition to getting together and then sharing that data. So the other piece of that is our data science team as part of the hub too. Right, So we have a whole data science department uh, at Neighborly. And really what they're tasked with doing is really diving deep into customer data because we have over 12 million customers in our database. Um, and so we dive into that data to understand buying patterns of our customers. And then how do I use those buying patterns to help a franchisee increase revenue? right at the local level. So what our data science team is able to provide all of our hub markets as they start getting together is, hey, you know what, Mr. Uh, Mr. Reuter franchisees, as an example, we know the data tells us that if a, if a customer used Mr. Electric, they had an electrical repair or something that had to get done, the most likely service they need next based on the data that we have is that they're gonna need a plumber next, right? And usually within six months. So Mr. Reuter, Franchisee, you should be marketing to all the Mr. Electric customers in your market because of this data and what it tells us. That's information, again, that, that Neighborly is able to provide to a franchisee that other companies just can't. They just don't have the ability to yet. Uh, and again, it comes with size and scope and all those things that, that help us. But that's what our team is able to do and what they're sharing at the hub level. And we're just getting that. We're just scratching the surface with it. Uh, it's, it's just getting off the ground uh, across the country and uh, franchisees are, are very excited about it. Um, you know, they, a few of them are a little bit hesitant because, you know, they love their brand and we all, you know, each, every brand's very loyal to, to each other. Uh, but they also see, hey, there's a whole lot else out here. Is it better to have my two, three Mr. Appliance trucks out on the road, right, all by themselves? Or is it better to have, I've got now 30 neighborly trucks with neighborly and another brand out on the road that are advertising neighborly? Uh, you know, that's a, that's a huge difference. Uh, so those are the things that we're trying to do now uh, to really take revenue to a whole other level in a market and really just the ability to work together much more intentionally. The power of neighborly is incredible. And it's, you know, to hear you say you're just scratching the surface after having 32 franchise brands under your umbrella and already have built up um, these amazing systems, the pro trade net, uh, the hub marketing paradox, et cetera, is it's, it's exciting. So, okay. I said on the last note, but I always think of something else. So on a last note, mm -hmm. what would your advice be to a individual that very much wants to go into business for themselves through franchise ownership, but is experiencing fear and making that commitment? There's a couple, well, I guess a couple of things I'd say. One is first be honest with yourself. 
on why you want to go into business for yourself. What, what are the reasons that are even driving you to do that? Why are you looking to make a change? What's going on in your life? Um, you know, what are you trying to get to? What are your goals? So uh, we, we, do, we use an exercise here at Neighborly as we go through the development process uh, where we walk somebody through that, right? To understand, okay, here's where I am today. Here's where I want to be, right? When I, you know, most of us are obviously working on a plan towards retirement, but towards financial security, those kind of things. Here's where I want to be. If I don't do anything right now, if I make no change whatsoever, will I get to where I'm trying to get to, right? Whatever that goal is, will I get there? One, will I get there? And two, will I get there in the time frame I want to get there? That's the first thing. And if the answer to that question is no, that I've got to change something, then owning a business could be that change to get you there, right? We all know that from a wealth building standpoint, owning a small business in the United States is the best way to build wealth, better than real estate, better than any other way, all right? So we know that. So that's one thing I would tell people is just be honest with yourself on why you want to do it in the first place. Then when it comes to being a small business owner, there's two things I've seen in my career, and I've been doing this for a long time, as you can tell from my gray hair. Uh, and it's I see two things that are common among every successful small business owner, whether they're a franchisee or not. Um, and those two things, and there are two things that are not teachable. Right. There are two things. I can teach you how to run a painting business. I can teach you how to run a plumbing business. We can do all that. Right. But there's two things that are just innate in people that if they don't have these two things, it, it makes it a little more difficult, I think, um, just because I've seen it be consistent among successful franchisees. And those two character traits, I call them. Uh, one is that they are coachable. Right. They're, they, they are willing to learn. They're constantly trying to learn. They're willing to admit, I don't know everything. Right. I, I can't know everything. And there's going to be somebody that knows more than I do about any particular topic. So they're, they're coachable. Right? That's one thing. The second thing is that they are positive by nature. They're just a positive person. That is where you build your team. Right. If you've got a positive leader, they will build a positive team. They will build a team that is very successful, a team that is very customer focused and customer centric. Um, and so those are the things I see that are necessary to be successful. So be honest with yourself first on why do you want to do it? Right. And whether you need to make the change. And then two, do you have these two traits? They're going to allow you to be successful in most cases, as long as you choose the right brand and something you're passionate about uh, from a support stand that, you know, some brand that offers you support you need and that kind of thing. Perfect. That was perfect. a perfect last note. It's, I have not, I've known you for quite some time now in various mm -hmm. roles and have nothing but the utmost respect for you as I know others in the industry do, do as well. So Brian, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to share uh, the value of franchising and specifically uh, with neighborly brands. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, what the franchise model offers individuals is an opportunity to be in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And so, you know, that alone should reduce a lot of fear and take some of the risk out of people's minds. So with that said, if anybody is interested in learning more about franchise opportunities or any of the 32 neighborly brands, um, please feel free to reach out to me at stacy at fusionfranchising.com. Thanks and have a great day. 